Welcome to Textonation. Joining us is Delaney Simmons of Amazon. Thanks for joining us, Delaney. Thanks so much for having me, Fred. And we're talking about today what's going on with cord cutting. An awful lot of it and, and the binge watching, which of course is, is related. Um, I understand the statistics show that nearly a third of all U.S. households will be without uh, cable TV by the, or I guess satellite as well, we'll bundle those in uh, by the end of this year? Yep, that's right. Over 30% of all U.S. households are expected to be streaming only by the end of this year, which is kind of a lot when you consider people are adding streaming services on top of their current cable subscriptions right now. So they're really double dipping and double paying for what they have to. Well, I guess what a lot of people wonder is, what am I going to lose if I, if I do that? And uh, obviously, a lot of people are, are thinking not a whole lot. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, we're at this point now in streaming where you're not going to miss much, if anything, when you make the switch over. And we hear that there's a lot of fear of losing live sports, news, and even Bravo is one that we hear quite a bit. People want to be able to watch their Real Housewives. Uh, but there's a, a streaming solution out there for everyone. There's services like Sling TV, PlayStation View, Hulu with live TV. We have YouTube TV coming to Fire TV at the end of this year. Uh, so there's really live streaming services that give you all the channels you want, and you'll be able to watch all the sports and all the live news right when you would otherwise if you had cable. doesn't so, feel like a big difference when you switch over. So are they really going to save money? What are the statistics showing? Sure. Yeah, we see uh, it's really personalized. So when I did it a couple years ago, I ended up saving around $75 a month. Uh, but you could save anywhere from $20 to $200 a month, depending on what packages you have today with your cable um, and how much it's going to take to hang on to your Internet because you you're going to want to call up and hang on to your Internet package. Um, but it really depends on what you want. If you want to add live TV and sports to your streaming, like with services like Sling, you might be paying a little bit more. If you're willing to go all on demand and all binge watching, like you said, you can really save a good chunk of money. But we do find that regardless, people save uh, even just $20 a month. So uh, you do have to do your research and look into it and see what's going to be right for you and your family. And uh, what about the, what about channels like PBS, are they, are they yet available? Because they've been kind of late to the game, in terms, it seems anyway, in terms of yeah, PBS, uh, being part of the packages. Sure, yeah, PBS actually does have an app on Fire TV that's available, so there's a bunch of free content in there. And you can also watch PBS with certain live TV streaming services. I don't know exactly which one's off the top of my head, uh, but it does vary depending on your location, too. So there's not that one-size-fits-all solution, but if PBS is important to you, and I know that there's other channels that are going to be important to other people, just do a quick Google, like how to watch PBS um, streaming, and the right services are going to pop up for you based on your zip code. I guess another concern that some people might have would be, is it going to... Uh slow down the internet availability throughout the rest of the house if, if we're doing some streaming here. Yeah, it depends on how many TVs and how many devices you have connected to the Wi-Fi at the same time. But if you're already using services like Netflix and Prime Video on your TV, which most people are with their smart TV or a Fire TV device, um, they don't really see a huge difference by upgrading one or two more TVs without cable. Uh, but you do want to test your speeds. You want to make sure you have what you need. If you go to Amazon.com slash free your TV, we actually have some information about Wi-Fi speeds um, and which services you're going to need and, and that are going to be right 
right for you, which devices might be right for you and your family based on the content you want to be able to watch and the devices you already have in your home today. So it does involve a little bit of research, but once it's all set up, you're going to be saving some money. You're going to be free of those annual contracts. I don't know if you've opened your cable bill up recently, but mine always seemed to go up $5, 10 $20 a month, and I never really knew why. I was stuck in that contract for years, and I just felt like I didn't have any control. So streaming really adds that flexibility uh, to your entertainment system. And I guess it, it can add to some portability, too. Yes, I actually bring my Fire TV with me every time I travel. So I'm in New York right now from Seattle, and I brought my Fire TV. We upgraded the hotel TV, which I always find are kind of a nightmare to navigate. Um, and I can watch all my shows. I never miss a beat. I uh, can stream all the Bachelor in Paradise I want on my Fire TV when I'm traveling. What do we know about the prevalence of binge-watching today? <laughs> I mean, people, people sometimes wind up... Uh, Families spend hours and hours and hours watching one show, I suppose. Yeah, I think things have kind of changed when uh, we went from the weekly episodics to having every episode available at the at your fingertips. I know when the new season of Stranger Things came out, I spent a good chunk of a Saturday after Fourth of July watching all the new episodes. But um, I don't think that much has changed from where we used to channel surf for hours at a time. Uh, things have just sort of changed in the way that we consume one show, for example. But I don't have any statistics other than I know that every once in a while it's nice to turn my brain off and have a good time with some Netflix. And there seems to be so much more good original content uh, from obviously Amazon and, and other services too that, that have become yeah. really popular, taking a lot of business away from traditional broadcasters, I suppose. Yeah, I think that's where we're seeing this shift is that the original content has gotten so good from uh, The Boys, which is a new prime original, to uh, The Handmaid's Tale. And these are all shows that you're not going to be able to watch on cable. They're not streaming on any cable channels. You do have to switch over to an app. Uh, so once you're done toggling inputs, you're already over to your Fire TV input. Um, and you kind of get stuck there because everything, everything you need is right there at your fingertips. So. Uh, losing that channel input, I think, can help people feel really free. But that original content is really the draw, and I think why people are exploring more and more of the streaming option. And uh, as you mentioned before, things have kind of been ironed out between uh, Amazon and Google in terms of the YouTube content, et cetera. Yeah, we're very excited to have the official YouTube app back on Fire TV. The YouTube TV app is coming later this year in addition to the YouTube Kids app. So there'll be a lot of great options for YouTube fans on Fire TV. And it's pretty inexpensive to get started with this, if you already, assuming you've got a good Internet connection. Tell us about that. Sure, yeah. So Fire TV Stick starts at $39.99. Uh, we also have our embedded smart TVs where you just plug the TV into the wall. You don't have to add anything else to it, and Fire TV comes built in. Uh, and those, all those TVs varying on sizes start around $150 and go up to about $400, $450, depending on which size you want and if you want 4K or not. Uh, but there is a device that's right for everyone, depending on uh, what you need. So if you head over to Amazon.com, we can help you get started. Those devices are going to help you unlock access to thousands of apps and content, even things like Spotify, Amazon Music, Vivo. I watch all my music videos on my TV now. So it's really an upgraded experience beyond just what I would watch regularly with cable. And if people have or are interested in uh, devices from 
from other companies, they can even get their, their Amazon content there. Yep, Prime Video is available on uh, various devices as well. So customer choice is super important, and we want to make sure that you're getting the right text and the right content for you and your family. So what was that website again that people can go to for more info? Sure. Head over to Amazon.com slash TV. We recently went around the country to help real families cut the cord because we know that it can be hard to get started and complicated to figure out all the things you need. So we helped real people do it, and we filmed them so you can watch their journeys, get inspiration for yours, and tips and tricks. Very cool. Delaney Simmons, thanks for taking the time with us. Thanks so much, Fred. Have a good one. Now this. Innovation. Hi, I'm Fred Fishkin, and I've been covering consumer technology for a long time, and it takes a lot to impress me. That's why I'm excited to tell you about the latest way to enjoy cooking in the great outdoors for my friend Patrick Sherwin and his great team at Go Sun Stove. What if you could harness the sun to cook your meals anywhere you go, day or night? The Go Sun Fusion arrives this summer using the company's tried-and-true reflectors and a solar vacuum tube to get you cooking without the mess of charcoal, heavy propane tanks, or smoke. And with an optional solar panel and battery storage, and the ability to plug in at home or on the road, you really can use the GoSun Fusion to cook anytime and anywhere. Want to learn more? Head to GoSun.co and use the code TEXTINATION to save 10%. That's GoSun.co. <laughs> 